filled with teaching, truths and issues that matter. Bernie Diamond's A Different Perspective, part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Ron Ross is our Middle East correspondent and he's joining me on the phone once again. How are you going, Ron? I'm very well, thank you, Tracy. Well, in the latest news from the Middle East, it looks like Benjamin Netanyahu is preparing to govern with a very, very narrow majority. I'd say precarious is the word for the future. Uh, One wrong move or one disgruntled supporter and uh, we'll be going to new elections. Uh, He's got a 61-seat situation in a 120-seat Knesset and uh, people vying for senior positions, ministries, and uh, one dropped bottom lip and a dummy spit, then it's back to the pole. Mm. So he hasn't come out publicly and said much at all, uh, but there have been discussions in the background uh, to increase the number of ministerial positions, and I'm sure that's because he wants to appease a few people by giving them that particular title. Uh, But it's a very dangerous situation for him to be in, uh, particularly when we know that they're going to be making uh, some uh, devastating decisions about settlements and and other things and uh, the peace talks and all of that. Uh, so he's in a dangerous spot. Yes, in fact, those uh, those extra cabinet positions only really increased by two, didn't they, from 18 to 20? Yeah, and I'm sure that's to please uh, some of the coalition partners, but he's also got a bit of a, an angst in his own Likud party uh, because some of the senior people all want ministerial positions, uh, and he's trying to achieve that by creating two new spots. Oh, it sounds like tense times ahead. We'll have to keep an eye on that one. Now, there's some more sad news uh, that's happened at the hands of the Islamic State militants. 600 Yazidi Christians were executed last week. Yes, and it brings to mind Matthew 24-7. It says, For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. And that was certainly the situation when Islamic State terrorists executed as many as 600 Yazidi followers near Mosul uh, last Friday. Uh, Several news outlets reported the mass murder uh, on Saturday, one day after IS militants lined up hundreds of Yazidis in front of a ditch near a highway and mowed mowed them down with gunfire. Uh, Without a direct intervention by the international community, Iraq will be witnessing more genocides against innocent people at the hands of terrorists, one of the Islamic fighters told uh, the press. He also stated that about 700 kidnapped Yazidis were transferred to the Telafar district uh, since Friday. It's a... uh, bloodthirsty situation and I'll give you another scripture Matthew 24 9 says then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake and it's certainly playing out in that grievous situation. It is and as we speak Iran's grip on Syria is just continuing to grow stronger and stronger isn't it? It is and uh, Bashar al-Assad is being held in his post Uh, by the Iranian proxy Hezbollah, 
and other Shiite militia. Uh, but of course, that means he's selling out to Iran. Uh, Bashar al-Assad can't survive without this militant Iranian uh, backing up, and uh, they're selling out big time. Uh, the uh, Assad regime has been, in fact, selling real estate uh, to Iranian uh, subsidies, and uh, they're selling out the whole box and dice to try and stay in office. Uh, Khalid Koja, one of the spokesmen, said Assad is no longer Syria's leader, but he's now only its executive director. And Nahir Hatta, a columnist for the Lebanese Daily Al-Akbar, which is close to the Syrian regime, wrote that this regime had mortgaged government lands and real estate to pay for military and economic assistance from Iran. This, he said, begs the question to what extent Syria will remain sovereign if the regime cannot pay back its debt to Iran. Uh, it really does require the Western world to get involved and get in quite uh, uh, vigorously. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon, though, does it? We're looking at a situation where the Saudi king, is that King Salman? He's not making things easy. He's refused to attend a summit this month with the President Barack Obama. It's a, it's a slap in the face uh, for President Obama and his Iranian plans. King Salman has, will skip a May 14 summit of uh, Persian Gulf leaders, uh, which uh, President Obama called. The summit is expected to offer the Gulf leaders reassurances over the American efforts to reach a nuclear deal with Iran, but Arab governments have been expressing their concern about the terms of the deal. The major Sunni states have warned that a final agreement could allow Shiite-dominated Iran, their regional rival, to keep the technologies needed to produce nuclear weapons. Saudi Arabia's foreign minister, Prince Said al-Faisal, recently said that Iran should not be given deals it does not deserve. Uh, the United Arab Emirates indicated last week that it would be seeking a written guarantee from the United States with regards to the threat from Iran. And uh, it's a serious position because among the uh, leaders of the Gulf states, the rulers of Kuwait and Qatar have confirmed they will attend, uh, but uh, Bahrain said on Sunday that its king will not attend. The Bahraini crown prince would lead their delegation instead. And so uh, it's, it's a difficult time for Obama to succeed with his Arab friends. Well, yes, and that whole deal really is shaky, isn't it? Because the president has said that he is going to introduce certain safeguards, but nobody seems to be very keen on the, on the deal in the first place. No, it's, it's been unpopular right from the start, controversial and uh, quite warped, frankly. Let's look at the situation in Israel itself and people who have toured the Holy Land will no doubt have attended the Temple Mount. Now it looks like the authorities are going to implement some fairly strict rules when it comes to prayer there. The difficulty has been that the police arrest many Jews who pray on the Temple Mount and have not given strict directions of what's legal and what's illegal. Dozens of Jews have been arrested for violating the rules of, on their visits to the Temple Mount. And uh, I know on the number of times that I've been there, we've been threatened, uh, warned, 
and even if your lips move without uh, uh, you you confronted uh, by people to telling you not allowed to pray, uh, but they've been arresting Jewish people for, uh, for the danger of fermenting a riot or endangering the public welfare, and a young couple were arrested uh, last week, uh, just days before their wedding, for praying on the Temple Mount, and Jewish groups have demanded that police produce an official list of behaviours that are acceptable and those that are not. Now, in the past, the police have virtually shrugged their shoulders and ignored those requests, but now they've responded by saying uh, that they will provide uh, a list of details. Any Jewish visitor to the, uh, to the Mount will be able to request the list of rules, which will be uh, provided on the spot the police are now saying. Uh, so that will be a change of uh, procedure for visitors to the Temple Mount. Uh, been there, done that, and uh, uh, have, have the T-shirt. Do you think those rules then, when they get implemented, are going to make things better or worse? Well, Temple Mount situation is so uh, uptight. Uh, the Arabs claim it's theirs and uh, the Jews regarded as their most sacred place. And uh, I, I don't think there's any uh, real uh, way to get genuine peace on there while ever the contest remains between uh, the Arab claims and uh, the Jewish belief. Uh, Jews will pray and uh, Arabs will protest. That's Ron Ross, our Middle East reporter. Ron, always good to talk to you. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.